Today in Canadian history for March 21st, I'm Mark Affeld. The Northwest Company merged with the Hudson's Bay Company on this day back in 1821. The merger marked the end of the Northwest Company's half a century as the Hudson's Bay Company's most significant competition in the thriving fur trade industry. Although it was based in Montreal, much of the Northwest Company's trading operations were based out of Fort William, located at the mouth of the Kaministiqua River, near what is now Thunder Bay, Ontario. In fact, the forced merger of the two opposing companies was in part due to the Battle of Seven Oaks, which occurred at Fort William in 1816. The battle was fought between the Métis of the Northwest Company and the Hudson's Bay Company. To learn more, I spoke with Marty Mascarin of Fort William Historical Park. So Fort William wasn't exactly uh, your, your run-of-the-mill trading fort. It was, it was sort of the center of the Northwest Company's operations, correct? That's right. That's correct. It was kind of like the the hub of the Northwest Company, and the reason why it was it was important is that um, uh, aside from being the place of the annual general meeting, and and people can ask, well, why did they hold it there? Well, Fort William was also the company's transshipment point, and uh, this enabled the transfer of literally tons of trade goods and uh, and furs to be kind of exchanged among um, uh, voyageur brigades um, during the, the height of the summer. There was no way that the company, which was originally based in Montreal, there was no way they could send uh, uh, voyageur brigades uh, laden with trade goods deep into the Canadian interior, ex- do the exchange of trading with uh, the various Aboriginal peoples, and then make it back to uh, Montreal before winter freeze-up. So they, they found this sort of midway point kind of like in the middle middle of Canada that was kind of handy for voyagers from the east, again from Montreal, coming with trade goods and voyagers from the, the west, um, the interior as they called it, bearing again literally tons of tons of furs of all kinds and again sort of meeting here for essentially the, the exchange of these goods. It is not your average for trade post, because if you're having all these people here, and, and the numbers of people we're talking about, somewhere in, in, the, in the realm of several hundred, maybe close to a thousand, which, again, if you have to think, you know, being in the middle of the Canadian wilderness in the middle of the summer, that would be, uh, you know, quite an astounding sight to see. But for William, it truly was an ambitious operation. In fact, it's noted in one of the the fur trade journals that one fur trader upon arriving at the fort sort of stepped out of his canoe and sort of beheld the site uh, before him and he said Fort William is the metropolitan post of the interior. Following the merger of the two companies which occurred on this day back in 1821, Fort William fell into a quick decline. The the, the companies as you alluded to, uh, the merger between the Hudson's Bay and, and the Northwest Company, the, the name Hudson's Bay Company carried forth and as and again, you're quite correct. The place fell kind of into immediate dis, dis, disuse almost right away because uh, all attention shifted to the the Hudson's Bay region, uh, where the the HBC was largely set up. So there wasn't as great an emphasis on on uh, on Fort William and and the the, the operation here. And um, by the late 1880s, though, there was you know the place was largely sort of dis dissipated, and I believe the Hudson's Bay Company sold some of their lands to um, the Canadian Pacific Railroad. The last building uh, from Fort William to go down, I think, was the 
this stone store among the few stone buildings that they had on the site, and that was somewhere around the, the year 1904-1905. So there was virtually nothing left of the, the original fort when the government looked into uh, reconstructing it. Today is a day full of Canadian history. Former leader of the federal NDP party Ed Broadbent was born on this day back in 1936, and in 1985 Rick Hansen began his circumnavigation of the globe in a wheelchair in support of spinal cord injury research. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CJSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. All right, once again, it's Canadian quiz time. Terry Fox's famed run in support of cancer research was called the Marathon of Hope. What was Rick Hansen's tour of the world called? Rick Hansen's Tour of the World was called The Man in Motion World Tour.